to Nothing to Say, the Fans Podcast. This is episode 134. Joining us today is somebody who's been probably has the record for being on the show the most. Um, our friend uh, Ben Welker. Ben, thanks for coming on, man. Boy, it's always a pleasure. I feel like it's been too long, but I'm glad to be back. Great talk been... some golf. We're gonna talk some golf, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Soon. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. It uh it has been a while. It has been a while. Um, I know we had talked about doing something at the end of the season for the Kings and that honestly more than anything just didn't feel necessary <laughs> uh, I think um, so now that the PGA championship just ended we figured we'd bring Ben on talk some golf for a little while and then touch on the NBA playoffs so disclaimer by the way this is we're filming this on Monday it'll come out on Tuesday and um the uh the basketball game tonight is Celtics Heat, so probably won't talk on talk too much about that. We'll primarily focus on that Golden State Mavericks series. So let's get to golf. So PGA Championship concluded this weekend. Justin Thomas won the tournament. And Sam, I know that you spent a pretty good chunk of the weekend watching this. Can you give me some quick thoughts on uh what your biggest takeaways were? Uh, yeah, Southern Hills seemed like it was playing really tough over in uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, not a lot of big names in that leaderboard heading into Sunday, but um, still put on a good show with Justin Thomas and Zella Torres getting into a playoff. Um, so, Ben, I know that you kind of caught the, I think, the back half of this tournament, right? Yeah, I was able to watch um, a majority of Sunday afternoon. So I was able to watch the ending, basically. So leading up it. one of the questions that I have for you is actually something that Sam and I had talked about on our last episode. We got mm-hmm. into talking about the PGA Tour, and we the question that we had brought up was, if Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson are 1-2 in terms of, like, the face of golf right now, right? Mm-hmm. Who realistically is number three? And the reason why I bring that up is because the guy who we sort of settled on was Rory. And at the beginning of this tournament, he kind of got off to a blazing start, fell off, and then had a phenomenal uh, last round, kind of the same sort of trend that he's been following for a while. So in your mind, who is number three? Is it Rory or is it somebody like Justin Thomas? Um, I would say you guys are right in the sense that Rory like there's so there's only one needle in golf there's only one guy that moves the needle in golf and that's Tiger right like when he showed up for the Masters like that was all anyone could talk about in the sporting world right but yeah I think Rory is that clear-cut number three I think truly like if you want to get hardo about it like probably Jordan Spieth is your probably clear-cut number four even three um but yeah I mean like JT is a guy that moves the needle he's an interesting character he's someone that I feel like is kind of relatable in the sense that like just like how he talks and he just kind of seems like a normal dude out there but he's obviously not he's won 15 times on the PGA Tour he's won two PGA championships um but he's just like a fun kind of like you know 29 year old that's grown up as a professional so everyone kind of knows who he is so seeing JT win this week was kind of um for me 
like reassuring in the sense that he's a stud because he's kind of fallen flat in terms of majors in the last like four years. Um, he hasn't really been competitive since he won his first PGA. Um, so I think for him and just like the golfing world, it's good to kind of have him back playing his best golf at the biggest events. So yeah, I think definitely JT winning um, puts him, I mean, puts him in the top five world golf rankings um, uh, after winning this last weekend. But yeah, he definitely is someone that will move the needle for a casual golf fan. So. Um, and then the other question that I had for you, Sam, I know you probably have a few, but the other question that I had for you is I feel like recently with these big tournaments, there have been so many different guys who have won. It's been somebody one week, somebody another week, and then just so on and so forth. But it hasn't been somebody who's won like three, four, five, six in a row, which I know is hard to do anyway. But um, do you think that that is good for golf? Because you just said that Tiger's the guy who moves the needle. Right. But then at the same time, if you have, if you look at other sports like the NBA, I feel like it's always almost more fun when there's different teams that are end up being involved right. at the end of different teams that are winning. So is it sort of the same you think with golf or is it really just tiger right now? Well, I mean, like golf is in such a unique spot because since Phil won the PGA last year, um, which is kind of crazy to think about it. JT is the oldest major winner since that. So in the last four majors, you've had three guys that are younger than JT win majors which is incredible, I think, for the game of golf. But the problem with golf is, is that you've got 250 guys that have their PGA Tour cards, right? It's a lot of humans to keep track of. And, like, Amito Pereira is a stud. Like, he is, like, a legitimate, like, young, like, international stud. But no one knows who he is because it's so hard to keep track of 250 guys on the PGA Tour, right? Um, and I think the PGA tour needs to do a lot of like restructuring in terms of like being able to like every week or every couple of weeks to be able to watch a golf tournament and be like, Oh yep. I see Justin Thomas. I see Jordan Spieth. I see Xander Shoffley. I see Brooks Kepka, I see John Rahm. I'm not having to necessarily like weed through everything else and figure out who these guys are. Um, or like, like even like a Scotty Scheffler, like Scotty Scheffler has been on a major heater, right? Like, no one knew who Scotty Scheffler was, like, three years ago, you know? I don't know. I think golf is in a very unique spot. Like, Tiger Woods made golf this popular, but you're never going to get another Tiger Woods in golf. Um, but you still have a lot of young superstars, and the game is in a really good place with how competitive it is. Right. Right. Sam, I know you had a couple questions for, uh, for Ben. Yeah, I think um, jumping off of that point, um, I think it's pretty universally regarded that the PGA Championship is the least interesting, least captivating major on the PGA um, major schedule. Um, after putting a lot of attention into this tournament this last weekend, it almost makes me think that they could almost do away with it as a major. Really? Yeah. Well, and I think while you were talking to it just made me think of what if the PGA shortened the season to where the majors were a little closer together and it didn't seem like 
there's like a clear definition of what the golf season is because right now right. it really is there's it's no just, definition yeah. you don't know when it ends you do, it's just players take breaks and then right. they continue to go on if maybe if you were to take away the pga and make it just a, a major tournament like the players championship or something like right. that um that's not considered a major and right. you're able to shorten those other ones to where the masters the open the u.s open are a little closer together it maybe allows for guys to take a break get their games right and we get bigger names because that's what i feel like right now is the problem with golf you got guys like dustin johnson brooks kepka that are kind of playing the worst golf they've played in a couple of years and that's kind of hurting the game what right. do you think of that idea yeah this is like a like i mean i know we're trying to keep it short but this could be like a, a whole like four pod series if you wanted me to go crazy about like how like, insanely structured <laughs> like horribly structured the pga tour is and like how it's really bad for superstars but anyways getting back to the pga so the PGA championship as a major um, is not run by the PGA tour. So there are two different entities. There's the professional golf association. Like, like if you go to like your local golf course, they've got a pro. So they're part of that PGA. And then there's the PGA tour. Does that make sense? So the PGA mm -hmm. tour is not putting on the majors or this major, for example, even though they have the same name. Um, I read, I forget who said this. It was a former player, but basically he said there's like 52 events that are for money and then there are four that are for legacy, right? So what we're talking about, like the PGA Tour is basically just a cash grab. Like go out there Thursday through Friday, try to shoot as low as a number as you can and no one's going to remember who won like the Memorial Tournament mm -hmm. from four years ago. But like you're going to win like, two million dollars like cool it's just a you know money grab um but yeah i mean like the majors are this week kind of showed me like how much the majors are different than the pga tour because like you have to like these guys had to hit golf shots like this was a hard golf course there were conditions like there's this new thing called like the track man golfer if that makes sense like a column morikawa who like wins but like or like a patrick Cantley who doesn't win majors but wins like PGA tour events where the conditions are like not up. It's not a hard golf course. Like you just go out and shoot low number. Um, sorry, I'm kind of rambling. Am I like lost or like even answering the question? Well, just, like, just if you could touch on what if, what if they shorten the season and really, yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, yes, yes. They need to what, shorten. what right. the golf season is. Cause I think it's right. hard for, even for someone like myself that tries to follow golf pretty closely, you get lost really. For sure. I mean, where right. things are and when things are during the year right. and oh man oh the masters just snuck up on me there like it's if i mean yeah they're kind of every the same time every year but it it almost seems like yeah i know when football season is i know when basketball season is right. i don't really know when golf season is exactly i think you're so sport. right i think you're so right i think that um the pga tour so like my thing is is like we're getting to the summer months right um and no one really wants to like sit inside and like watch golf tournament when it's like 85 outside and you can go like outside and like do something fun. Right. But, like during the winter, like that, like there are places in this country or around the world that you can go play golf tournament where it's warm, you know, but it's dark here. Um, so my 
my my like what I would think would be best for the PGA Tour is to do a season that starts like in November. And I know you've got football, but you kind of like build up football ends and you kind of have your like first like big tournaments, right? They have like the waste management, they have Riviera, they have Pebble Beach, like they have all these big like West Coast swing tournaments and then they have the players and then they go right into the masters, they go right into the summertime in terms of like, now you've got your majors and the British Open should be it. British Open happens, season over. Now it's like kind of middle of summer. Um, you've got football coming up. You've got basketballs, obviously, and you've got baseball. But like, again, like you're done. Like no one has to follow golf for a couple of months, right? And like, I think that would then give more like oomph to the, that's bad, but like more like juice to these majors in the sense that like, there's the masters and maybe there's like one PGA tour event and then there's the PGA championship. And then there's maybe one PGA tour event and then there's the U S open. And then it's like one PGA tour event. And then you've got the British open and you're done. Right. Well, okay. So realistically, realistically, how many events would they need during the season to call it a full season? They play every week and basically every week so that's what like 56 what 52 56 weeks in a year 56 uh, i'm gonna say i'm probably wrong so i'm oh, so if i say 50 they're 56 weeks in the year they play 52 right so they play every they only they don't play four weeks which are the which weeks the major weeks okay but they're only they may play that much but there's only like a couple significant events like right big, exactly big ones, so like they the probably so they that probably that's should... really that's really what i'm saying right. how many of those realistically would take place throughout an entire season like the 20, 20 20 okay 20 so, plus the majors so 24 i know i know you had i know you had i know you had said that maybe start the season in november but as somebody who's sitting here, like I would watch golf if it was on and I like knew when it was on, but if it's on right. during football season, I'm not watching it. So, right. and even, even with basketball, I feel like, um, I feel like if golf really wanted to, I think you'd have two windows. I actually disagree. I don't think November would be the time to do it when football ends in February and then it's basketball from February to June. I feel like you can either start it then and then that way you can be in conjunction with basketball because basketball takes place on all of these different days. And, you know, with football, it's like, it's just Sunday. And with golf, you'd have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it, you'd run into Thursday night football and all of Sunday uh, football. But if you started it in February, then you wouldn't have that every weekend competing it with football. And then you could have it run through June and then it could take you up to the beginning of football season and that can be when golf is on so i I I feel like that'd be a significant amount of time then that way they wouldn't have to compete against what draws the most people which would i I agree i agree jason with that it's just how the the tours run so it's based off the sponsors and it's based off of how many people you get on the grounds to watch and like if i said okay there's a golf tournament the masters is held in july in augusta georgia (laughs) <laughs> and I said, 
go sweat your ass off again it's the masters but like or any pga tour event right like mm-hmm. golf is a like there's not mer- very many places you can play golf in anyway. the summer where it's comfortable <laughs> for people to want to anyway. go if that makes um, sense like that's like thank you all this so is like getting into like the like the business side of the pga tour like you stuck around right for part in the two, sense really that, like, this is uh, based Babe, off the fact that golf will never compete with or any other sports like basketball, basketball appreciate um, and Sam, football. Quick like question, like Champions League, right? What I'm saying is like you just kind of like start building it up. I don't think uh, you need to play in one. the summer. Like no one really plays golf. I mean, like truly, if I said like, hey, there's a golf tournament in Sacramento that we can go walk around for eight hours in June and July, like that doesn't sound very intriguing. And I'm a golf fan. Like that sounds like a long day. Thank you all so much for watching. You know what I mean? Like even at Tulsa, we have a wonderful weekend. Right. So like. There's golf is in such a Go tough Kings. spot where they need to shorten the season. I don't think they need to play four days. I think even during football season, like do a Monday through Wednesday. Who cares? Right? Like I want to come home and maybe flip on golf for a couple of hours. Like, why can't there be a Monday through Wednesday tournament? You know, like I understand then like you won't have people out maybe watching the tournament, but like you can still kind of like play around with the schedule. Like you don't have to do Sunday finishes. You can do a Saturday finish, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. What's the difference of playing on Wednesday versus playing on a Sunday where no one's going to watch? Yeah, you know? I feel, I, yeah. I feel like if you were going to go up against the football, if you were going to be playing Which they already during do. the football season, then you'd have to do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And like they I already do it and they don't even change the schedule. Like it doesn't matter. Like, I, I just think there needs to be less events. I think there needs to be less players in the PGA Tour. I think events should be no cut. I think events should be, like, 80 guys max. Like, I think it should just be the top, the best 80 players in the world. Like, all the household names. There should not be, like, necessarily, like, Amito Pereira, you know. Like, I like a Wills Alatoris, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't need to watch Amito Pereira try to close out the PGA Championship. I want to watch Justin Thomas try to be Colin Morikawa and John Rahm in a PGA championship, you know, instead of Cameron Young and Matt Fitzpatrick and um, uh, Pereira trying to beat each other out, you know, like that's, that's more, inter- that's not as entertaining to me. And that's not entertaining to many people that are in just the sports world. Like they'll, they'll see Dustin Johnson and be like, cool. I want to watch that. I see Phil Mickelson. Cool. I want to watch that, you know, stuff like that. So it, to- almost like combine your idea a little bit um i don't think they should shorten the like roster so to speak of the pga tour because i feel like you want to give as many guys an opportunity to be at that high level and be at the highest level of golf Um, but if they had if they had midweek tournaments for lower ranked players i think that would be super interesting almost like a pga second league which i know the corn ferry tour is sort of that thing but then you're almost adding on to that level and then you i'd go to 30 guys 50 guys for a tournament that you can look down up and down that list and like oh i can name i know all those guys on that list you know i've got so like i've got this thing we were talking about this at my um (laughs) with my golf team we call it the death panel so like kind of like your idea but basically like it's like premier league soccer too where there's a relegation Mm -hmm. so you play four tournaments and if you're in the bottom 10 of the field of like 50 
like see you. the the next league those top 10 get bumped up right like that would be sick and make it following golf so much more interesting be like oh my god like do you see like jordan spieth might get relegated to the lower level if he doesn't mm-hmm. finish like top 30 this week and now you can watch and he couldn't even be winning the tournament but he could be at t25 with like nine holes to go and you can be like oh my god like this is interesting like he needs to be in the top 30 now i'm gonna win the tournament but i'm intrigued by the fact that like he might not be on this tour anymore I like that you know there's a lot of like well, different things the tour can do but they're just so stuck in this like we're gonna play every week we're gonna do four rounds we're gonna have 144 guys start each week um and you're just gonna have to watch it and that's just the product so it's and that's like what a makes... level of uh, arrogance almost it's like oh this is so perfect how we're doing it this is well, the masters this is yeah. the u.s open like this is the greatest spectacle of golf right. that we're putting on but it's like it could kind of be improved totally could that's why there's that whole like saudi golf league that's popping up and all these players might just go get a cash grab but like i don't i hate the idea of the saudi league like i like the pga tour but I think the PGA tour needs competition and like needs mm-hmm. to get on their shit a little bit in terms of making it more enjoyable for the fan and more competitive for the player in the sense that like they're playing against truly, truly like household names all the time. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's just a lot golf can do um, differently, not majors wise. I love the majors. I think those are the four best weeks of the year, truly as like a sports fan, not even just a golf fan, like as a sports fan. Right. Um, and they're just so superior compared to the PGA tour. And that just shows you the difference in terms of where the PGA tour is <laughs> compared to where these majors are. It's night, night and day difference. All right. Uh, well, I mean, I, it's one of those, it's one of those things and you hear it all the time, the whole, you know, we've, I mean, I've heard it in the military a lot, the whole ideology of we're going to do it this way because that's the way we've always done it. And that's right. just a horrible way to go about managing anything, um, whether it's a life or a business or, <laughs> or literally right. anything. Like, um, I think it is, I think I really liked that idea um, about making it kind of like the premier soccer league. I think that's an interesting, to me, that almost... Um, that almost sounds kind of like what the NBA did with the play-in tournament in the sense that you're making some of these other games towards the end of the season interesting. Um, Now, while you're not making like the rounds per se more interesting, what ends up happening, you know, with that shift, it would make, like you said, watching these people who are, you know, 25th, 26th, 27th in the tournament, interesting to watch because they might get booted yeah and that's that's the word meaningful you're right like you could have turned on the tv and been like okay like i see that there's this the pga championships on like i play golf like i don't really follow golf you turn it on and you see the leaderboard and you're like what am like who are you know what i mean like there's nothing neat like i don't know man like there's just a lot that PGA Tour can do to like learn how to improve their product and to make it more meaningful for those that are consuming their products. Um, again, it just seems like, you know, wash, rinse, 
repeat basically like same thing every week different names not that exciting um again majors come around super exciting um and like yeah like that just it's just a tough spot it's a tough spot to be in yeah and i i don't know how familiar you guys are with um formula one but i think the the lore of formula one is there's only 20 of those drivers right Mm -hmm. and they're almost making stars with the the lack of um people that you can really root for like these are the big best 20 drivers in the world pretty much and if you were to limit the field of a tournament like that you're automatically making stars by putting them up with the biggest names in golf right like scotty Scheffler might be the 30th ranked player at that tournament but because he's playing with all these huge names it amplifies and gets a lot of views like a lot of eyeballs onto his play and really gives him an opportunity to raise his stock as a star within that right and i love what the pga championship does is where they just make the mega groups they say like screw it like we're not gonna pull it out of a hat like they do in most other you know they don't do it randomly like screw it tiger woods rory mcelroy jordan speed the three biggest names in golf we're gonna put them in one group mm-hmm. now imagine that every week <laughs> like right. or not every week but like 20 times a week versus one or two times a week well and the thing that you're talking about there, Sam, with the Formula One thing is scarcity. And that's yeah. the thing. And that's the thing that, you know, other leagues are having a problem with right now. Like, think of the NBA. Think about how much more interesting the regular season would be if they cut the games to like 60 games. I'm not saying that that's realistic, but right. it would. That's part of the reason why the NFL has such a big draw. I mean, it feels like every single week, the games mean something because there's only 16 of them. So, you know, if you lose one, that's a big deal. And it's the same thing just in the sense of who's participating. If you're in that tournament, that's a big deal. If there's like, like you were saying about the formula one, if you're like one of the 20, that's huge. Same thing, maybe with golf in that sense, maybe it's, maybe they do one of four. Yeah, right? exactly. If you're one of four. Yeah. If you're one of four major winners in a year, like you've done something. You're pretty dang good. Yeah. <laughs> you're pretty good, man. Like you, you've accomplished something, right? Well, okay, so okay, so here's and and we do we are gonna have to move on, but yeah, I want but with this question, what do you what do you guys think that what would be better? Would scarcity in terms of shortening the season be better, or would scarcity in terms of who gets to participate in the tournaments? be more entertaining i propose propose both <laughs> i would do both but if you're gonna make me choose one i would say participants man yeah so you i want people to care about your sport like no one cares about buddy healed everyone cares about seven <laughs> right i don't know it's how just... buddy healed got into this conversation <laughs> no, that's what i'm saying though it's like no one like you know like mm-hmm. no one's gonna watch the indiana pacers or sacramento kings they're gonna watch the fucking warriors play the lakers like that's just the case like no one cares about whatever group Mito Pereira was in at the start of the week. Everyone you cares about You're throwing Mito under the bus. Dude, yeah. <laughs> it's like, You're throwing I, him literally, around like a rag. Got, but like three days ago, oh, if I said man. Mito Pereira, you would have said like, like I, what? Not professional. I said ball. who? I said, yeah, exactly. I literally, when I saw that he was winning and he played phenomenal, I was like, who is that? 
And then you're like, okay, we need someone, we need a horse to catch up because this yeah, is when, not, yeah. When Rory went uh, four under through five on Sunday, I was like, finally, let's do yeah, this. Yeah, I know. I was like, okay, the, we're, we're getting somewhere. But yeah. Yeah, no, participants, 100%. You know, you, I, you just reminded me just because you were talking about all these players who, you know, people may not care about, and this has nothing to do with golf, but you guys will appreciate this, is the other night, I, if you guys were watching the Celtics game, you got a glimpse of a former king on the bench Nick who Scott. I had, Nick Scott, I forgot he was even a person that is like his life on the planet. <laughs> I don't want to call for a guy's job, but how does Nick Stauskas have an NBA job? I I was I looked at Bree. I was like, I know you don't know who that is, but wow. That's Sauskas Steel. <laughs> how does she not know who Sauskas Steel is, man? That's a bummer. Oh my god. I, okay, like but I said, to, end, to end the golf, mm-hmm. we have to talk about the last time the three of us played. And you talk about the that? new yeah, because there's there's something happening in this group. Oh yeah, we've got we've got a fight going on between you two. We've got not a little really, bit. It's of a not golf. really a fight. <laughs> no, 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 not a fight. But in terms of like, we need to get a match going. I want to put this on the oh, record. That the next time the three of us play, you two are doing a full-on eighteen-hole match. <laughs> <laughs> so for some context, um, when Sam started playing golf, um, Sam was not. Sucks. Ben, ben and I were both <laughs> Sam. And Ben Sam was obviously... a, a window hazard to yeah. the whole neighborhood. If, if Sam was a one, I was a five, and Ben was a ten. That's sort of where it 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 leveled out to. So Ben is still up there. I haven't been playing as much, and Sam has been playing a lot more. And I actually think in our current state right now, Sam is better than me. But in terms of when we've been keeping our scores. I don't think you've actually beaten me on a scorecard yet. It might have happened once, but um, it hasn't Close. happened much. So I was I was talking to Ben because we had golfed recently, and I said, I think he's better than me right now. Um, and Ben was like, well, might as well find out. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's where the idea came from. Whenever it happens, I don't know. I need to practice some more. But, uh, and the people will know. It's out in the universe now. The people are going to know who's going to be the better golfer, Jason or Sam. I'd like to go on record and say, as of right now, I think he's better than me. I really do. I, um, I would, I would have to agree. you got to bag yourself, Jason. Well, I haven't been – give me give me a couple months to practice, and I think I'll be fine. But given our current <laughs> state, no, I, I don't think so. But, Let's just um, not play on arguably the hardest course from our in hometown. the area? Yeah, no, that'd be great. <laughs> Let's just not do that. <laughs> Uh, what a joy! What a we joy. need some. We need some diamond oaks. <laughs> what can I say, Jason? I'm just a shot maker now. That's all I do. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I just Fair want enough. to see Ben's reaction. <laughs> you guys are both shot makers. That's for damn sure. But here's yeah. but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Ben has seen my best round. Ben yeah. has seen it. And when it's what was good, that, it's five good. years ago. <laughs> no, maybe <laughs> but but he he knows he knows if i play um good. if i play a lot then i can i can get back to that and um then yeah then then we'll see but as of right now no i think we should put the um jason's junior driver on the line 
yes. Oh, that's the trophy. That's the trophy. <laughs> yes. Winner gets the driver. I like it. That's yes. That means I have to use. That means I have to use my big one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, don't lose. Which means you're you a shoe in for the win. <laughs> I like that. That's the perfect wager. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Well, I mean, whenever it ends up happening, I gotta practice some more, regardless, and I gotta take advantage of the the driving range that's up here. So. All right, so that'll end our golf conversation, and we're going to transition into some basketball talk, but that'll be in part two of episode 134. So uh, we're going to cut this episode here, and then if you want to hear the basketball talk, you can listen to the uh, next episode on the playlist. So thank you guys for listening, and if you stick around, then we'll see you for part two.